The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. Okay, so hmm, little history lesson on Taste of Taylor. The name is Taste of Taylor because this podcast is a little bit of a taste of my, my life, but ultimately it's a taste of my daily show, The Taylor Strucker Show. It's on Patreon. It's me, my fabulous co-hosts, they rotate, and um, they're like all in the industry, right? And they're all moving and they're shaking and they're living their best lives. And I don't know how I tricked them all into working with me, but I did. So, yeah. So that's why it's Taste of Taylor because originally, so this week I have on one of my co-hosts from the Taylor Trucker Show. His name is Joey Scudani. He's in the food world. He wrote a book called Basic Bitchin'. It's a fabulous book. Check it out. He also is a, an avid traveler and travel writer. But he also worked a long time in PR, PR, like industry celeb PR. That's actually how I met him. He came into Sirius and he was representing, I believe it was Honey Boo Boo. Anyway, Joey's so great. And he had the honor of recently attending the Beyonce concert in Dubai. So I figured we had to bring this little snippet from the Taylor Strecker show to the listeners of Taste of Taylor because the access he had, the things that he saw, too special to hide from everybody. So Joey breaks down how he got invited, how it was to get to Dubai, what Dubai was like, and of course, the Beyonce of it all. Oh my uh, okay, God. Okay, okay, Joey, we cannot wait any longer. Okay? I know. Joey Squadani, please break down the Beyonce of it all. Well, should I start with my actual breakdown? <laughs> please no. God, no. No, but it was a significant part of the story. Yes. Okay. Let's, you know what? Let's start at the very beginning. So just real quick, mm-hmm. in case, just to remind everybody, catch everybody up. Joey Squadani. That's me. I'm going to say out of the blue, comes to me to record one day at the Taylor Trucker Show, and he's all, guess where I'm going? I'm like, huh? He's like, I am going to Dubai. Already, I'm like, what? To see Beyonce in a very private... So, like, it was so private when you were telling me. You were like, I can neither confirm nor deny I'll be attending a show performed. I can neither confirm nor deny yeah. Beyonce, the queen <laughs> of queens. So, ha- no offense, but how? <laughs> rude. Hashtag rude. Uh, because I am who I am, Taylor. God. Joey, just fucking tell us the truth. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. Whose who's dick did I suck? Um, no, honestly, it did come out of the blue completely. And okay, I, need, I, need, I need details on that because, so here's the thing. When you told me about it, I knew it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But when I saw who was there, like, I was like, oh, shit. Everybody. Like, this is, like, no fucking joke. So, I, like, I just need to understand so, how. Obviously, I write in the in the world of food and travel. And I do a lot of traveling within my career. I did 30 trips last year, if you can believe it. 20 of Jeez. which I would say were press trips. And the Beyonce concert was tied to the grand opening of the Atlantis Royal. Okay which okay. is this super exclusive high lux hotel that it's it's stunningly beautiful. It's uh, no and it was opening in Dubai. So Beyoncé yes. was performing as like they're they're basically a huge 
marketing and PR stunt. One thousand percent. That is Got exactly it. what it was. And they paid her how much? Thirty-eight million. Twenty-four million, apparently. Which at first I thought was an extremely high number, but then seeing the publicity that followed, I kind of am like, hmm, that's justified because it okay. was number one trending worldwide, and. All the people that came obviously talked about it, promoted it on their own social right. media. So when you do think of the media value, I do think it kind of was worth it. I mean, now everybody knows there was a new Atlantis that opened up in Dubai. So is this the Atlantis that's like the one in the Bahamas? Yes. So there's already... Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So there's the Atlantis in Bahamas and there's also the... Uh, there's already an Atlantis in Dubai down the street called the Palm, Atlantis the Palm. And then the Royal is the brand new one. So, wow, what's I have so many questions. Beyonce, yeah. Dubai, you being gay, being there, which and there's so much controversy. We have so much to talk about. OK, so let's. OK, so that is how you got invited, because like, so I uh, work in yeah. the travel sphere. I got invited. So the actual hotel, you know, there were a, there was a ton of media there, obviously, but they all came from different places. So, you know, the hotel internal PR brought a group of people. They hired international agencies to bring people. I was a part of the U.S. agency that was hired to bring in around 10 journalists. They also worked in tandem with Visit Dubai that brought in people. They Parkwood, Beyonce's production company, brought in people. Okay, so there so, was a lot of different, like, there was a lot of uh, captains running that exactly. ship. Exactly. Here's the other thing, too, just in case everybody forgot. Not only does Joey work in the travel sphere, but Joey worked in PR for fucking ever. So, like, you are my favorite person to talk about this kind of stuff with because not only can you give, like, your behind-the-scenes and experiences, you can also, like, spin it from a PR perspective, like, Mm -hmm. the business side of, like, why it's happening and, like, why certain people are invited and, like, how the whole... Because it looks just... From the layman's perspective, that's me. It just looks like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Yeah. But it's like, there's so much strategy behind every invite and everything that's going on. So speaking of which, how many people would you say were invited? So I think at the concert itself, they were saying it was upwards of 1,500 people in attendance, which is quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I've also done I've also done New Year's Eve in Miami's with like, I don't know, the chain smokers performing at like fucking uh, the Fountain Blue. Which is so funny you say that because, oh gosh, I hope, I, I hope this is something I can say. I don't give a shit. I think the original, so there was supposed to be an original opening last year. And that was going to be J-Lo. And the after party was going to be the chain smoker. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, this Shut year, up. When Beyonce performed Swedish House Mafia was the after party. Uh-huh. So, okay. Um, that, that tracks. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been to big ass parties New Year's Eve mm-hmm. in Miami. And like, they're like probably 1,500, 2,000 people. So it's big, but not for Beyonce. Yeah. So it was very intimate. But what I loved is all of these articles were saying that Beyonce hand selected all of the Dead. influencers and media people and VIP that showed up. I'm sure she had a say in a significant amount because there are people like Chloe and Hallie there. Um, but also Kendall Jenner did a party because 818 was a sponsor, which we could talk about that. I stuck my way into her party. I know we're talking um, about that, which is so it's such a funny story, but um, no, I was not hand selected by Beyonce, even though I wish I could go on record and say that I was, uh, it was a lot of just people from kind of all walks of life, all different types of outlets. I'll be writing an article for Ask Men um, and also like a culinary probably focused article for my Today Show column. And it was representation, I would say, across the board. Like I was with someone from Variety and another yeah, girl from Page Six. Did you go alone Six. or did you, have, did you have friends there? I didn't know anyone. That was the crazy part. So I'm promoting the fact that I'm going and nobody did the typical slide into the DMs and say, oh, I'm going to be there too. Like I literally felt like I was going to not know anybody. Um, and I will say just from a, you know, I would say a guest perspective, it was a bit of a clusterfuck. There are a million moving parts. We kind of had no idea like where we could eat at certain times if there were Mm. events that we were allowed to go to, like the Kendall Jenner party. And it kind of was, it felt like we were just brought there and it was like, do whatever, but just make sure you're, you're here for X, Y, and Z. Um, but. Other question. Were you comped? Yes. So (gasps) everything. How was the room? So I, this is the other thing. I ended up having to stay at the Palm with a lot of other press. And that was a big, 
debacle because a lot of us, including, you know, reporters from like travel and leisure were there on assignment to stay at the the new hotel and review and write about it. So a lot of us didn't find out until we got there that, oh, you know, we're staying at the Palm, which is still lovely and amazing, but we didn't get the full experience of staying at the new hotel because honestly, the day after we all left, the hotel shut down because they still have construction to do. They, oh, this fuck. was like a soft launch. They, they could not, you know, push back an opening again. No, and, not with this much press coming out around yeah, it. No so way. I think mid-February is when they're actually going to be open to the public. They're taking bookings. And, um, and for something also that's so ultra luxe, the price point is not outrageous. I think you can get... Uh, I feel like Dubai gives me Vegas vibes. 1,000%. I said that the entire time. It's like Vegas on steroids. Yeah. Uh, and I would say a lot newer more modern architecture but and a lot more money you know i think vegas attracts a lot of really wealthy people who can just throw you know a thousand dollars on a fucking craps table and be like cool this is what i'm doing tonight but also um a lot of people who are fucking their cousins and have three teeth and are chain smoking like that's also a vibe in Vegas. Like there's a like, chain smokers in Dubai, and then there's just the regular <laughs> chain smokers that yeah. live at the Bellagio yeah. and yeah. professionally gamble every Monday exactly. through Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. So it, you know, and it's fine. You know, it, like great. Vegas is cool. It's a it's a it brings in a, a wide variety of people. Dubai, <laughs> not so much. I think it's pretty ultra luxe. Um, okay. I, well, you know, you know. A bougie yeah. bitch like me. You I love would, that. You would fare well there, Taylor. You know what? Thank you for saying that, Joey. I've been really, you know, with the sweatpants of it all being like such like a uh, appropriate and socially acceptable fashion mm-hmm. choice. These days, I feel like I've really lost my fancy snotty um, spark. Yeah. And it just really makes me, it makes me just feel so special when people tell me that like I still have snobbery inside of me well thank you we can still keep you grounded with that with the red dress um and other other things that you have invested in um, <laughs> okay okay but so i will say so though I, I, yeah. <laughs> flights comped yeah so that was a whole other issue too because but when what I, kind of seat so i flew emirates which is already in and of <gasps> itself a fucking amazing airline even economy but exactly half of the media people got business for free and i'm sitting there thinking i am not flying 14 hours in coach like sorry no i'm gonna be no. that bitch i'm gonna be that bitch and no. while i go to europe all the time and i'm fine with economy you know eight hours whatever there's something about 14 13 hours no, that with rubbed me the wrong way so i reached out to emirates pr and asked to you. get an upgrade because you know me i'm scrappy and i'll make yes. it work and yes. The only thing that Emirates can do from a media standpoint is obviously it has to be guaranteed coverage, but it worked perfectly for my Ask Man article because it's all about luxury experiences. Of course. And they can only put you on standby. So it's like based on availability. <sighs> so I went into it thinking, so knowing anxious. my luck. Oh, girl, I almost felt like I had to change my shirt because I was sweating so badly. Mr. Through Poops, my his thumb. pants everywhere. Of course, I, you're like, I'm not getting I like walked upgrade. into the business lounge literally with like a diarrhea diaper and no deodorant <laughs> thinking, A, I'm not even worthy of business class at this point. And B, I'm probably going to be escorted out when they're like, sorry, sir, you're, in, you're not only an economy, you're in a middle seat next to a child. But uh, <laughs> luckily I was... Um, upgraded both ways. So, baby, I know. So what, but wait, what's business class like on Emirates? It's amazing because they is it like first class on like uh, an American? So you do get the f- the full seat uh, moment, and everything's decked out with like the nice wood paneling, and Beautiful. you've got the pretty stars in the ceiling at night. Loves her, and there's the bar. That's you know the famous We're Dubai carrying, scene exactly. Yes. So I totally pulled a sex in the city on the way there got myself a cosmopolitan that's so embarrassing joey oh, you're better than I, that i know i hated <laughs> I, I hated myself in the moment i hated myself and i was even like making the reference thinking that they would know i'm like oh my god i'm so samantha jones and they looked at me like the <laughs> no, fuck no. is this like gay I'm the slutty yeah. one <laughs> <laughs> yeah meanwhile i'm like okay how many of these people are from Dubai? And if I try to pretend that I'm a slutty female character, are they going to want to like throw stones? Yeah. And I'm Will like, they know I'm Jay White. Yeah. Like, am I oh going to get God. arrested? <laughs> escorted Call off the please. plane? Literally. Yeah. But um, 
No, the thing about Dubai's gay scene is that. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Don't go there yet. Uh, okay. We'll get there. Right, We're going right, to get there. We're going to get there. Okay, okay. Okay. So the flight over was fab. Fab. Back I did fab. have a giant headache because. Whatever. I don't recommend actually doing a lot of imbibing on planes because. I know. You do get so dehydrated and then you feel like absolute shit. So. Have just like a little cocktail or seven, I guess, if you are you, okay, Taylor, Julie, and you can a, like. But this is not a wellness podcast. Well, Let's keep it moving. I like Give to offer scoop. all of my um, expertise. <laughs> I'm not just a one noted kind of guy. So, um... <laughs> okay. So, okay. So flights bomb, hotels bomb, yes. even though it wasn't the right place, still mm-hmm. bomb. Let's get to the most important part of yeah. all. Uh, Beyonce. You're there for how long, by the way? Uh, I flew in on Thursday morning and I left the following Tuesday. Okay. So I, I freaked out. This was my, uh, you know, I said I had a breakdown moment. And we get this email from the publicist. There's this place we were eating at. We had eaten there prior. And it's like adjacent to the hotel. And you can only see like the side of the stage, but from really far away. And the email was like, this is where you're going to be viewing Beyonce also. No. And I said, absolutely not. Erroneous on I was all like, accounts. I am literally going to go down there and become best friends with Chloe and Hallie. Like, I will literally dress up as Sebastian the, the Crab. Question. Yeah. Who is Hallie? The sisters. The what? Hallie's playing, oh my gosh, Taylor. Hallie is playing um, Little Mermaid. With all the controversy, I'm yeah. I'm a moron. Okay, I thought you were saying Haley Bieber wrong. That's no, no but we did think Haley Bieber was there at one point because when everyone has, like, all of this plastic surgery, they start to look the same. So every time we were turning ahead, we're like, oh, blonde with a nose job. Hey, is that Haley Bieber? <laughs> um, which sounds awful, but every time we... Everyone was like, that's Haley Bieber. That's Haley Bieber. It's like, no, just a girl who looks like her. Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, I was ready to literally dress up as like Flounder or Sebastian and be like, hi, I'm going to be your best friend and we're going to fucking sit together because I know you've got good seats. And they build it as front row tickets to get us to go there. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Daily Harvest. New year, new me, right? We all have those intentions to like change for the better in the new year. So like, I don't know, what were mine? Sleep better, failed, work out more haven't moved a muscle, get my steps in. Ha! That's a joke. I'm sedentary. Basically, I'm failing. But one thing I know I can check off my New Year's to-do list is eating well thanks to Daily Harvest. Yeah, no thanks to me. This is all thanks to Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious harvest bowls, soups, flatbreads, snacks, smoothies, lattes, and so much more built on organic fruits and vegetables. So Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients, and then they freeze them at the peak ripeness to lock in nutrients, but also amazing flavor. And they never use artificial preservatives or ingredients. I am telling you, everything is très delicious, but it's also so easy with nourishing and easy to prep options. I literally never have to think twice about what to eat for my next meal, snack, or dessert. And that's huge for me, okay? Because What I have found when it comes to eating healthy is it requires a lot of prep. And homegirl cannot be spending her Sundays (laughs) prepping food for the week, okay? I am social. No, but for real, it's really, it takes a lot of effort to eat healthy and especially have it taste good. But with Daily Harvest on my side, bada bing, bada boom, they do it for me. Literally everything stays in my freezer until I'm ready to enjoy it. And it also helps me reduce food waste so much. The amount of fruits and vegetables I have thrown directly in the garbage, like after a week of buying them with good intentions and never cooking them, I can't even tell you. So it's healthy. It's convenient. It saves on waste. But guess what? It's freaking delicious. Their artichoke and spinach flatbread changed my life. Also, don't even get me started on the broccoli rice and dill peel off harvest bowl. Oh, la 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 la. So delicious. That's the thing too. You think healthy, you think blah. kindergarten paste, not daily harvest. It is, oh, the sweets are sweet. The savory is savory. Mama is so happy. I mean, snacking was never like something that I would let myself do. But even with daily harvest, I feel like I can even have snacks guilt free. And as if that wasn't enough, daily harvest is committed to human and planetary health, which means they do their absolute best to ensure transparency and integrity 
when it comes to their ingredients and the humans who grow them. By supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil, and by delivering food and recyclable and compostable packaging where possible, Daily Harvest does the work. So I just get to eat and enjoy. It's literally a win-win. If eating well is a goal for you for 2023, let Daily Harvest support you on the journey. Go to dailyharvest.com slash T-O-T to get up to $40 off your first box. That's D-A-I-L-Y-H-A-R-V-E-S-T dot com slash T-O-T for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash T-O-T. And now back to the podcast. The stage is weird and, you know, you can kind of tell by pictures and that there's a stage and then there's like this runway down the middle that's surrounded by water. And then there's like this VIP section at the base. And then what she did at the end, which everyone saw pictures and videos of, is walk down this long runway that was built in the middle of fountains and she was elevated into the air and had fireworks and fountains going off around her. Oh, Um, yes, she did. So I... When we found out that, yeah, erroneous, wrong, stupid information. Fraudulent, um, fraudulent. No shit. They were like, we're going to start seating people at 845. They gave us this magnetic pin um, that showed us our section. And uh, they also gave us pouches because there weren't, you weren't allowed to take photos or videos. Right. And they kept saying at the request of the performer. But I kind of thought that was bullshit because she's a fucking performer like she tours the world and everyone has their phones out you know like there's nothing she was trying to keep a secret at all i think it was the hotel wanting to have complete control over the imagery that was sent out uh, along with press releases and um yeah i think you can't you can't blame the talent you can't blame the talent but they absolutely were so but you better fucking believe they said 845 my ass was in their face at 845 be like i'm ready i'm ready to be taking my seat uh, because I was going to bum rush the area that we are in and and park my ass as close to the stage as possible. And I I did it. I did it. Yeah, honey. I walked Joey, down. every picture, every person there was posting of Beyonce at the end of this like catwalk runway found situation. When she, Joey's yeah. sitting on like his pristine <laughs> white linen couch. Yes. Just like looking up, <laughs> mouth agape. <laughs> Yes, literally. And um it, and I actually like walked down with Nina Garcia, um fashion Nina Garcia yeah, I love who her. looked freaking fabulous. And I said that to her and I was like, but I wouldn't expect anything less from you. But I was scared because I was like, oh my gosh, we're going down with the VIPs. Like, what if we're on a different level? They're like, VIPs are gonna sit here. You are in the like dumpster section on the you side. Are <laughs> yeah. So I was like, Maybe I need to become Nina's best friend so that I could just like walk in arm in arm with her. Social climb your way through all that shit, Joey. I was willing to do it. But I got there and I saw the spot open and I beelined it and I sat there and I was like, I am not leaving until Beyonce is on stage. And that is exactly what I did. But did anybody give you shit? No. Did you have to like hold your ground or just like because you were arm in arm with Nina, everyone just thought you were supposed to be there? I was really intelligent because that's just who I am. And (laughs) I rallied a group of people who I knew were obsessed with Beyonce and spearheaded this campaign of saying we need to get down there at 845 and claim our spots. If you are a true B fan, you will follow me down and listen to me. And I think because I was the one who took the lead, as I usually do on these things, they were like, oh, let him pick the area that he wants to sit in because that's Joey's spot. Yeah. And I fucking claimed that. And then they all kind of sat around me. Um, it was great because then they started bringing champagne to us. Oh, hell um, yes, honey. And we didn't even have to move. And so you were actually in the VIP section? Yeah. It was a VIP and media And just nobody section. even, you know what? It's all about confidence, hunty. Mm-hmm. It's like the way that, you know what you did? You stepped up your bussy, bitch. And yeah. you're like, I am here and I'm not moving. My non-existent bussy because I don't do things there. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> just trying to, I was just trying to, you know, do a little drag reference, Joey. You yeah. have to get it so it's <laughs> details. Yeah, I do actually, because I don't want to put it in the universe. Um, <laughs> Joey but, is a top, in case uh, anybody's yeah, asking. I'm a super top mask jock, <laughs> and I don't have butt play. Um, <laughs> but I okay. will sit on anyone's face. Anyway, um, so, so. so you're there what and, and just 
you break like okay she it, comes out she comes out she starts what? with at last it was the exact version she did at obama's first inauguration Ugh. um i i could not i was in kind of such a state of shock like I'll, let me go on record again and tell everybody Beyonce is my favorite artist of all time. Yes. Every gay idol worships some type of pop diva. We've got the Gaga gays. We've got the Ariana gays. We've got the old school Cher gays. Barbara Streisand yep. gays. I am a fucking beyond gay. I live for her. She can do no wrong. She can punch me in the nose. I don't care. I love her. And um, it took a while for me to kind of realize what my life was it wasn't until she did her first costume change that I turned to this girl, Brandy, who I was with and I met on the trip. And I like just like got really emotional. I was like, what did we just watch? Like, oh, my God. Like, I, I it was so insane. Um, behind the scenes tidbits, I will say. So, A, this was kind of already put out there. She's saying nothing from Renaissance. Um, wow. Which I think was smart because she wants to save it all for the tour that she's going to announce Fair. soon. Um, also, she's got such a catalog. Like, she doesn't yeah. need to play everything that's new it was at all. Lion King heavy. Uh, yeah. There was bigger. There was spirit. Um, oh my god! I just got chills. I know. I know. Black is king is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love every oh, inch of it. I know. I literally watch like every Friday. I watch Black is King. It's I'm not joking. Freaking incredible. We're about to something with. Bigger. Oh my God. <laughs> bigger than yeah. you. Bigger, bigger than, than we. Yeah. <laughs> bigger. Yeah. Um, like so I, that was me trying to sing the entire time. And I think everyone around me also hated me because I'm like, <laughs> literally like, bigger, bigger. They're, They're like, like, we get, you're yeah. cool. You know the yeah. words. Please. Like, countdown. Stop. I'm like, 10, 9. <laughs> Beat me out at 7. They're like, shut the fuck up. But, um, did she sing, um, you can never take my power, my power, my power. No, she didn't do power. We feel away. <laughs> um, but other tidbits too. So rumor has it that she actually had foot surgery a few <gasps> weeks ago because she was in a really low heel in a lot uh, of this. And you know, Beyonce is not one to rock a fucking kitten heel. And she definitely was wearing kitten heels. There was no dancing. That was my only gripe. So she had so many dancers on the stage, which was amazing. And, she said it in the beginning that they all kind of represented, it was like something ridiculous, like 26 different countries. Uh, they were all fantastic. So gorgeous. So good at what they do. The, uh, the orchestra was from Dubai. And then she had a separate dance troupe that was from Dubai. So I thought that was really cool that she was utilizing a lot of local talent. Um, but she did not dance full out for any song except for the end of Crazy in Love. And she just Amazing. did the line. But there was such an ample opportunity songs like girls or formation and we didn't get that those moments right was, but we think it's because of an injury we think it's because of injury um another thing that was a highlight was blue ivy came out during brown skin girl oh and, she's a brown skin girl yeah but she didn't oh. because she came out with the microphone oh, and chills. did not say or sing a single word <laughs> so oh. everyone keeps being like upload the blue so, ivy so footage she just she just wait, wait. stood there. Bra wait, Blue Ivy didn't sing, or Blue Ivy Beyonce did not sing. sing. Blue Ivy did not. But she well, did this cute thing where she like was dancing with the dancers in sync, and <laughs> Beyonce like turned okay, to her wait. and was like, I have "I'm to tell so you proud of you." And, and we're like, "Why? She's not well, singing." <laughs> but I feel like it's like first of all, kids. When your parent is famous, kids coming on stage, hashtag never forget. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I'm not getting the reference. Name that, that Nepo baby. <laughs> I'm still not getting the reference based on your interpretation. Northwest and Kanye's oh, fashion. <laughs> when Kim was like crying, yeah. she's so talented. <laughs> it's like Andrea Laventhal's kids where they come in the microphone. <laughs> Hello, recording. <laughs> yeah, like, it was what? very that because. <laughs> You you were thinking she was gonna at least sing the chorus, which she does. You know she's well. A no, at the very beginning of girl. yeah. Okay, so the, but but even but she's like she, just because your mom's a singer. My dad went to Harvard. Doesn't mean I get to go to Harvard. <laughs> so my brother did, but you know what? Well, so, you could have legacy, but <laughs> no, no. Oh, forgot too. you're that but, dumb. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me fight with you. But I will say that 
like North, I'm, I'm sorry, um, uh, Blue Ivy is not necessarily like a natural born singer from what I heard, but like on that song when she goes, brown skin girl, mm-hmm. skin just like pearls. Anyway. We didn't even get and, that. If you go and you listen to it though, she sounds like she says, brown skin girl, skin just like the pearls. And then, but because it goes, brown skin girl, does she um, sound skin like just like pearls. That? The best thing in the world, and then whatever. So brown skin. I I tell. I'm telling you, brown skin girl. She's like shy. Skin just like pearls. <laughs> best thing in the world. So Tay and I, we call each other Gerns. <laughs> <laughs> it's from that song. Jesus Gern, Well, maybe. Gern, <laughs> Honestly, I think you two should have been up there <laughs> with Beyonce. It's um, my favorite. Oh my gosh, my favorite song. Anyway. She's been trying to obviously pimp out, as all celebrities do, like Blue Ivy since the beginning, because remember the song off the self-titled album where Beyonce or Blue's in the back were just going, Mommy, Mommy, and she gave her like a vocal credit on that album. Yeah. yeah. So wait, so so Blue Ivy was on stage. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. She then like went to the back of the stage and was just like bobbing along with the dancers. But there was absolutely no singing. There was an adorable moment though where Beyonce Turner was just like, I'm so proud of you because she won a fucking Grammy from that song because she was listed as a co-writer. So <laughs> um, but it was hilarious because you were expecting her to have this like talent show moment where she's this kid with the microphone honestly it's um, better than what what northwest did so i'm here for it i did we everyone screamed when she was like dancing with the dancers but we'll see we we need blue to come into she her danced, own a little dance again yeah, she did, well, i mean dancing we're using that term loosely it was more like a little <laughs> head roll but um it was cute because it was in sync with the dancers and uh yeah that she was she was just on for a little bit and then um, what else? I mean, and t- the show, yeah, was very, you know, a lot of... Do, wait. Yeah. Have you been to a Beyonce concert before? Yes, I have been to okay, Beyonce so concerts. So what was, what was the difference between this and the Beyonce concert? The, obviously the energy level because okay. everything was either stripped down or it was a slow song, ballad Her vocals sounded amazing. Oh, she, so what you're saying though is going to an actual Beyonce concert is actually more energetic and fun. If I, if she, yeah, because... You know what? I feel like Beyonce would be thrilled to hear you say that because yeah. listen, this was a very cool event, but like, mm-hmm. let's get real. It's in Dubai. It's for like, you know, media, I mean, a media audience Me and media is jaded, you know, and mm-hmm. not all media, like people might've shown up that weren't necessarily major fans. It's just yeah. like a big event to get to go to. And I feel like, you know, like when you do these like small, like even celebrities that do like weddings or, mm-hmm. you know, bar mitzvahs or whatever, I just feel like, even though they rake in a fucking ton of dough with these kind of things, they want to be with their real fans. Yeah. And so, and, and so I like hearing about it. Cause it's like, yeah, like the rich and famous get like all this exclusive shit. But like, I think in the heart of hearts, the artist wants to be with their people. You I, know what I I'm agree. saying? I think the appeal of Beyonce, at least for me and for many people is that when you do watch her perform, you think she's like a Supreme being. She is belting full out. She's wearing six inch heels and she's dancing her ass off. And not a lot of people, you know, she was inspired by performers like Tina Turner, who did the same thing. And you don't have a, a lot of celebrities nowadays who are those triple threats. Well, we can right. acting suspect, but <laughs> and I can say that as a diehard fan. But um, I I just you watch her in concert and you're like, how does someone like that exist? Like she's right. insane. And wow, this was lovely. And she was I mean, you just stare at her and you're like, yeah, that's a star. I'm in a, the presence of a star and her voice is fantastic. It wasn't the same energy as a Beyonce concert, which now makes me think, oh my God, I have to be front row for Renaissance because I, I want to see her dancing full out and I want to see her healed um, and singing these songs that we love. But it um, was still, of course, fucking amazing. Like imagine amazing. going to your biggest idols concert and being literally less than 20 right. feet away from them but for those of us plebes mm-hmm. that weren't there yeah like you you just need to let us know, like sorry this interview's we over it. we missed it but it's like <laughs> did we miss the best thing beyonce's ever done no okay and i'll be the first to admit that because 
and I also was confused by some of the song choices. I think there was there was room to again. Add. I feel like she was like, "I this is a paying gig. Mm-hmm. I'm saving. I'm saving my pussy." Yeah, for the for the real fans. But I appreciated the fact that she put effort still into visuals, which a lot exactly. of you know any. I well, can't imagine I mean, if it was somebody she's a professional. Else. She's like a professional. The, yeah, the dancers having their glittery gloves and like going around her, and you, you know she's so meticulous about what she does, which is why she just doesn't do interviews. She she's like, let me let the art speak for itself. And exactly, you know, you, like just like Bacchus King, like it's a visual masterpiece, and everything <sighs> is so well thought out. Think, so look good. at Beachella when she everything was so precise and amazing, and she thinks about every aspect of every performance. So. I appreciated that because that definitely existed. And of course you were kind of able to, when you're so close to it all and you see even the precision of all the dancers and you see what they're wearing underneath and what's going to be a costume change and how everything was so well thought out and executed. Yeah. You kind of had this appreciation of, Oh wow. Like there is so much effort that goes into these performances, even though it's only an hour, you know, this is only an hour long thing, but I'm sure they're rehearsing for it, you know, three months. Oh yeah. So, Oh yeah. Costumes um, alone take forever to pull together. Okay. So the concert's amazing. You, you got that front row seat, hunty. Mm -hmm. And then Joey's texting me. Oh my God, Taylor. I just (laughs) snuck into Kendall Jenner's (laughs) fucking after party. Yeah. How? Tell me oh everything. Gosh. So this was hysterical. Uh, she threw a separate party that we all were supposed to be invited to. I think the guest list got too big. So we ended up not getting an invite to that party. Um, and then she had an after after party in the roof of the new Atlantis. Kendall. Kendall did. It was like, and we, I don't know how so many wait, times. Once went. Beyonce's performance is done. So Beyonce this was the night before Beyonce's performance. Done. Actually, let me preface that. Yeah. This was the night before. Um, and we just heard rumblings and, you know, we're making friends with some of the people that worked at the hotel, a lot of like the restaurant owners, because the hotel has a uh, Milos that has a Nobu, you know, Ooh, it's got everything. Yeah. And they were like, oh yeah, Kendall's having her party upstairs. And we're like, mm. so <laughs> the girl that I met and another girl, we just, we knew the elevator that was kind of taking people up there and it was dead. And there was this girl and security at the front. and. Brandy, God, I love her to death. She just goes in. She's like, I lived in LA long enough to know that if you just go in and act like you are supposed to be somewhere, chances nobody are like, will question let you. you in. So she just says her full name. She's like, I'm Brandy. Like I, I, I'm here for the Kendall party, and the girl is on her um iPad and she's scrolling through. And this is well, this is where she was dumb because she made the worst. She did the worst thing that you're not supposed to do when you're checking people in, and that is to show the other person the iPad and be like, Is this? you because no. everybody's gonna fucking say yes yes well it turns out uh and they even said party at table for eight and she and brady was just like yep and they just let us up man so, i need to grow a pair of balls that's I know. what i need i'm sitting there being like joey you're already a homosexual so you've got one strike against you god forbid you get fucking handcuffed and squirted out they're gonna be like you're gonna you have oh, two joey, charges my gay ass would have been thinking the exact same thing <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna be racking up the charges here and <laughs> um but when we get off the elevator i guess it's like it had just started kendall and her crew were taking pictures and then they all were going up the stairs to this really private room with just one little bar and all just tables I'm and dead. There's this guy at the end of the group ushering everybody up the stairs, being like, come on, we're going in, we're going in. And he just assumed we were part of the group. So he's like, This is like when I went to the BMAs, it was on the red carpet, and we were late. So I got thrown in, like right before speaking to Beyonce, right before Beyonce got there. So everybody, all the like food, the the paparazzi were going crazy because they were like, they just assumed I was somebody big because I was like in that like crew time-wise of people that was supposed to be big people. Yeah. So Surprise, we, I'm they, nobody. Yeah, they literally, he's just like, come on, guys. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so we walk in and it is Kendall. It's Jay-Z. It's Liam Payne from One Direction. It's Jonathan Chabon and, and Simon Huck and everybody who like what, I mean, I wouldn't consider Jonathan Chabon and Simon Huck like A-listers, but it was but there, the no, party. But Simon Huck's a vibe. I, yeah, you know, it was the party yes. to be at if you were there early. Because obviously a lot of other celebrities showed up Saturday for the Beyonce concert. Mm-hmm. And 
we don't we, we obviously didn't want to make ourselves too known because too known hello tables. kendall my name my, my yeah. name is joey yes yes so we stayed at the bar we got ourselves our champagne also they kind of i think knew we weren't so we ordered champagne and all they had behind the bar at the bar were bottles of dom and <gasps> we we're like that's my dream this is gonna be great and then when we ordered the champagne, they said, hold on one second. And they went to the back and then brought out a bottle of like Vub. And <laughs> we did not get the Dom. So we either like looked like we were wearing Forever 21 and didn't belong there. <laughs> or they just knew. Um, or maybe the Dom bottles were reserved for the tables, you know. But they let the you stay. Server. They let us stay. But then we got a little nervous because after we had our drink, we saw a couple moments where, well, it was another, it was also really funny because there were a few moments where we heard security guards being like, whoa, too many people tell so-and-so don't sir, we're at limit. Like this is too much. This is not what they said. So we're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. There were a few other times where we saw them beeline towards random people and take them out of the room. So we're like, and then this one guy had a scanner. So we were wondering if they had, you know, invisible stamps on their hands that were, yeah. So we, we just said, once we're done with this drink, we had our moment. Let's just go. It's not a big deal. Who cares? It's like, Kendall Jenner. I was like, unless Beyonce shows up with Jay, which right. she wasn't going to do because it was a night before her performance. I, like, if Beyonce showed up, I would have been there till the next day. <laughs> I, well, I still have a question. Yeah. When Kendall Jenner's having a party, mm-hmm. it should just slap her name on it, right? It just what? <laughs> they just like slap her name on it, right? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And she's not like, I picked out the chairs and the table. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And yeah. I mean, the yeah. party before seemed a little bit more curated. There was a there was a ton of 818 branding and stuff on screens. But this was just kind of like that after party. And, you know, it's really like the crew that or the people that were there. Yeah. I, I've been surrounded by this scene my whole life because I started an entertainment PR. I've been to all the exclusive clubs. I was a meatpacking boy when I first got to New York. So I had friends who were promoters at the hottest fucking places. Right. I was, you know, it's always celebrities. And there is a certain type of person who literally just clings to celebrities and goes to all these parties. And I'm like, are they actually friends with, you know, Kendall Jenner or the Kendall Jenners of the right. world? And you kind of almost think they're a little pathetic. And there was definitely some of that vibe of, oh, my God, who are you? But come to find out when we told people we snuck in, I forget the guy's exact name. It was like. Burj Muhammad or something. He ended up being a prince. <laughs> so Whoops. we said that we Look were at that a thirsty Dubai. poor loser. We said that we were a Dubai prince to get yeah. into the fucking after party. And it worked. <laughs> so I'm dead. Yeah. Um, okay. And the last thing I want to talk about, which is very important. Yeah. Beyonce has been getting a lot of backlash for going to Dubai because a lot of her fan base are I'm I'm gonna assume are gay men, mm-hmm. women. I mean, listen, Beyonce's progressive, so you'd want her choices and who she works with to reflect that. Also, Rebel Wilson, who recently came out, is getting dragged, probably by straight white women. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's always the irony. I I remember Tay and I went down to Florida last year for my birthday, Miami, and Tay was down there for work. We went to Miami, whatever. And I got a DM that was like, way to like stick up for gay people. I went to her picture and it was like, mom of three, Christian, yeah. married to my husband, Bill. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay, bitch. Like, you're, you know what's homophobic or what's like anti gay? <laughs> Trying to tell a gay person how to live their life. Mm-hmm. That's what. Yes. You don't tell me. I tell you what I could do as a gay person. Yeah. So, but people were coming from Rebel Wilson basically being like, you know, yeah, why were you How? there? Exactly. Um, yeah, there and I was kind of roped into some of that controversy and was sent a few links and I just Oh, like people were coming for you like you're gay, why are you in Dubai? I got a couple of those messages and I think more so from a place of curiosity, like how does it feel to be there as someone well, who's for, well, clearly flaming? I do want to know that. So first, so first off, it's fine, honestly. It's like but it's just the kind of this no PDA rule which is with across everyone. the board with everyone. Like you could be a straight couple, you're not making out with your wife in you know, in Dubai. That being said, I think when you're at these resorts, which is what most people are going to Dubai for anyway, what happens at resorts is completely different than what happens in Dubai as an emirate. And, right. you know, that, that was also another funny thing. It's like all of these 
fucking basic gays with their selective outrage are tweeting things like the country of Dubai. And it's like, okay, er, wrong. You're wrong there. Cause Dubai is not a country. So that just right. shows you how well traveled uh, and knowledgeable about geography you are. Exactly. Um, you don't even know anything about region. Um, but they're saying like the country of Dubai is anti LGBTQ. And I just find it crazy that Beyonce would agree to perform there. Uh, when she's supposedly pro LGBTQ, and listen to what to that, I say, you are allowed to be upset about, you know, whatever the fuck you want because this is a free country. But it was I found it very interesting that a lot of these homos, um, also in their bios had things like Gaga Stan and. Hmm. If you do a little Google search, Gipoo, you will come to see that, yeah, Gaga has also performed in Dubai. And Uh I'm wondering if the same outrage was channeled when she did that. And one quick search of someone's tweets who's, you know, deciding to post this about Beyonce will yield that they know did not indeed say anything when Gaga was there, yet they are willing to put Gaga's stand in their profile. So the hypocrisy mm-hmm. is not lost upon me. Yeah, also, exactly. Beyonce was not paid by the Dubai government to right. go. Yes, is this promotion for the region? Absolutely. But this is a private business that invited her. Was there the same outrage when Kylie Minogue did the opening for Atlanta's Palm? You know, it's from right. those gays who love Kylie. I don't remember that. And right. also at the end of the day, she just came off of releasing an album that is literally a love letter to her gay uncle and voguing and the underground gay black scene that he was a part of. It is a, it's a love letter to that. And she acknowledges that. She references him in song. And I just... You know, and people are like, well, that's hypocritical then that she's going to region. And listen, do I wish that, you know, a lot of places in the Middle East would, you know, be ahead with the times and, you know, I want to say get on our level. But the reality is, yeah, get on our level. But to what extent? Because we still have states in the United States exactly. where you can be gay in a, you know, in the workforce and be fired just for being gay. You can be denied medical treatment in certain states because if a paramedic or a doctor has a certain religious um, background, they can deny, you know, care for you. So let's stop pretending that the United States is also this beacon for equality when it's not the case. So and this is the thing too, and I will say, if you're gay and you're, you know, you're tweeting and posting up a storm about this outrage against Beyonce, it's one thing. But I will tell you from personal experience, a lot of the outrage are coming from people who aren't even gay. Yes. So that, talk about outrage. That's mm-hmm. the epitome of performative. And it's like, people just want to take a swing. The People want to yuck everybody's yums. Like... I am gay and I have no problem that Beyonce was in Dubai. Joey is gay. He is a top, not a bottom. And he is fine that Beyonce <laughs> was in Dubai. So much so that he went. And Joey, as a gay person, did you feel safe I did. or unsafe in Dubai? I, I think the, like, you know, it just comes with the territory. You, you have, like, people have to understand that we're lucky that we live in a nation where there is supposed to be separation of church and state. Yeah. I don't think that's the case because look at churches getting tax write-offs and, you know, influencing yeah. things like the overturning of Roe versus Wade. But I know. the Middle East, obviously, their policies and their governments are rooted in traditional religious practices. And I don't, well, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. I do think there are places like Dubai that are a little bit more progressive and are hopefully a sign of what's to come. So I, in my mind, kind of wanted to flip the script and I thought, how many closeted people who live in Dubai can actually look at someone like a Beyonce or a Gaga coming to Dubai right. and maybe have a little hope that, oh, right. this performer who is so outspoken and pro LGBTQ plus yes. is actually in my city. It's in my she's performing in my region. It, it, like, are things going to get better? I, I don't know. Obviously, I wish that you know, because most of the time people are there for private events like this one, and it's not going to be open to the general public. 
But maybe, you know, five years from now, this is going to lighten rules up and you will right. have, you know, people make tour stops there and tickets will be available for the general public so that, right. yeah, that closeted gay boy in Dubai can go see Beyonce oh. perform and be like, wow, this is so different than what I grew up with. And you so, know what? I'm just a big thank you to you and the rest of the gays for behaving. Well, because we, you, know, you have no other choice, honestly. <laughs> because that's the other thing. It's like, you just have to be respectful of the culture. And can I say on record, I've been everywhere. And the hospitality from people in Dubai was bar none the best I've ever experienced. Wow. Everybody is, I mean, granted, their whole entire business model is around tourism. But everybody was so unbelievably nice, like going out of their way. Anyone from the person cleaning my room to the GM acknowledges you, says, hi, how is your day? We're so grateful that you're here. Just so unbelievably sweet. I have never dropped more money on gratuity in my entire life. Wow. Because I just felt obligated. You know, even though things were comped, I felt obligated to show my appreciation for how mm-hmm. nice they were through money. That's the only way you could do it there, you know, because that makes the difference. So, right. yeah, I just, I, I get it. I get the outrage, but let's be less selective about it and yeah. take a look in the mirror and figure out, you know, because do, do you put gas in your car? Because the gas in your car supports <laughs> Middle Eastern countries that are very, you know, strict policies against anti-LGBTQ. Like, chances are you've got gas right. coming from Saudi Arabia. So, right. like, come on. You know, leave Beyonce alone. Leave Beyonce alone. I don't just say that as someone who is obsessed with her and would literally have her roundhouse kick me in the head, and I'll just say thank you, <laughs> Joey. Thank you. I'm just, that. That was wonderful. Was it? Because I. It really was. <laughs> it really was. But yeah, it was life changing. I I can't get over the fact that I that I was there. I was here. <laughs> Oh, oh well, she now we start singing. And now we're done. <laughs> you know, well, Joy, when you sing, we have to say goodbye. Yeah, that's true. That is absolutely <laughs> true. Ladies and three gentlemen, <laughs> that's Joey Scladani. Isn't he fabulous? Anyway, guys, uh, yeah, you can follow Joey at Joey Scladani. It's S-K-L-A-D-A-N-Y on Instagram. Uh, like I said, he has a book. It's called Basic Bitchin'. Check it out. Uh, and yeah, just follow him on social to get, just to be able to soak up all his fabulosity. And don't forget, Joey is on my show, The Taylor Strecker Show on Patreon. So if you like what you hear here and you want just a little bit more of me, like a taste isn't enough, you want like a whole meal. Uh, and also you get to meet this crazy family we've somehow created that is the Taylor Strecker show. Check it out. Just go to patreon.com slash the Taylor Strecker show. Easy peasy. And if you don't follow me on Instagram at Taylor Strecker, all my shiz is up in my profile, which I think my shadow banning is over. So you should be able to fully access links and all. And you know, I always say it, but please, if you don't already subscribe to the show, subscribe. It's actually really easy. You just go to the show. There's like these three dots in the top right hand corner of where you see the show. And you click those and it just says follow here. It doesn't say subscribe, follow here, follow here, subscribe, same, same. And of course, rate and review. Please, five stars. And honestly, the review can just be like, hey, girl, hey, or like, loves. As long as it's like not, I hate you, I'm here for it. And honestly, I'm even here for the hate you. Engagement is engagement, hunty. Anyway, guys, have a great one. That's it for us this week. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.